0: That's Abbasi without a crowd. It's 100.3 The X Rocks. My name is Randy here on Exclusive. And I actually have a crowd right here in the studio because the guys of Abbasi decided to stop by. Guys, how are you doing? Not too bad.
1: Um, Awesome. Pretty good.
0: Let's go around the room real quick. And if you want to introduce yourself and tell me what you play.
1: Uh, I'm Tyler. I do vocals. I'm Jeb. I'm the bass player. I'm Gabe. I play guitar. I'm Kevin. I play drums. I'm Danny. I do triangle. Just kidding. Guitar.
0: Speaking of your instruments, at what age do you guys start playing?
1: Uh, I started playing bass at... 12 and pretty much professionally, 13 and a half.
2: 12 was the age for me, drums. And uh, my dad started me on guitar at a pretty early age. He uh, bought me my first guitar and I was four, so I've been pretty much sticking with it ever since then. <laughs> magic fingers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I first
3: picked up the guitar back when I was 11 or 12. Found it in my dad's closet and I kind of stole it
4: from him. Uh, I've been doing vocals ever since I was 12 as well. It's kind of like the magic number for the whole band, I guess, mm-hmm. I 12. Uh, my cousin, Mitch, kind of picked me up and show me the ropes been trying
0: to tear out my throat ever since then and uh, that being said too do you guys all grow up around here yeah, yeah. i've lived in
1: boise
2: yeah. since 2002
0: yeah okay. i was born in mountain home and uh grew up in boise pretty much so and what uh, what high schools bora
4: meridian
1: high reppin frank Church.
4: <laughs> I actually came out of Nampa High School, believe it or not. I actually went to a, a, a charter school, Central Academy High School.
0: I went to a Centennial myself. Our claim to fame is uh, Jake from Blackville Brides yep. went there, and uh, he was actually in a uh, corn cover band with one of my really good friends, so it's weird uh-huh. to see him go from that to... What he is in uh, now, <laughs> yeah, to the, yeah, Whoa. exactly. And then also uh, Aaron Paul from yeah. Breaking yeah. Bad yeah. is That's the awesome. other the yeah. other coming. Yeah. I think one was a year before me, and one was a year after. So I like to say I'm the third most popular person that went there, but not, <laughs> even, not <laughs> even close. Like the middle child, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to get this out on the table real quick. Tyler asked you about it once, but as far as your name, I'm pronouncing it correct, right? Abbasi. Abassi. correct. Yeah. Okay, because this came. It was last year. We were introducing you guys. I can't remember what show it was at Knitting Factory. It was and it
2: Nixon Rodeo, I believe? Yeah,
0: yeah. Beforehand, I was I asked somebody. I was like, "How do you pronounce their name?" I just want to make sure, and they said, uh, "I think it was Abbasi." Uh-huh. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. That's and so
0: familiar. then I, then somebody else told me like right before we went up on stage, it's Abbasi. I'm like, okay, what like what is it? What how how do we? And so yeah, that's that's the, the worst thing we want to do it's is like
4: Abbasi. You
0: know, all about that base. Don't, no. don't listen to him. Yeah,
1: Abbasi means to see hate. It means to identify. I hate.
0: Okay. Also, I want to ask this, too. We'll get this out of the way. What happened with your you had an original singer, right? Mm. And then, Tyler, how'd you come into the picture?
4: Uh, I was actually with a band called The Fall of Fathom. A whole bunch of drama and issues going on, and we played a show at the Mardi Gras. Uh, the Fall of Fathom did. We played a show at the Mardi Gras for a Halloween release. or Not even like a release, just like a Halloween party. I was in the process of trying to find either a new project or start my own project. And uh, I was approached by these guys after our set and said hey look you know you know there's some things going on how would you feel about trying out and ever since then it kind of just kicked off and it really did and it worked out really well and I'm
1: happy with it it was perfect timing because there weren't really too many growing pains because Josh was starting to kind of outgrow the whole you know show every month lifestyle just write songs and play songs he was more of a individual artist so he was always kind of someone that liked to sit down and rest on music so he's off doing his own thing and it was perfect timing we run into this guy and couldn't be happier now.
0: And you've been playing some killer shows recently too. I mean, you've been all over the place. I've seen your Cannibal name. Corpse, yeah, a whole bunch. Range of Saturn mm-hmm. Origin.
3: yeah. Otep, that was fun.
0: Texas Hippie THC. Th- that was awesome. And what's the response been
2: like to you guys at those shows? I mean, it's been pretty good. We've had really good crowd participation. You know, we uh, Cannibal Corpse that came out for a few songs in our last set when we opened up for them. That was just a truly humbling experience for all of us. You mm-hmm. know, just to think that those guys are taking time out of their day, you know, to come out and listen to our music and watch us, you know, tear it up on stage. It's It's really humbling. It's been great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're
1: we're the young bloods and we know it. So we always come out and just play as best as we can. You know, we're trying to be like everyone else. We just want to play as good as we can. What do you like most about when you're up on stage? (laughs) The energy, (laughs) the crowd, the people.
4: That's the biggest (coughs) thing I feed off is, I mean, being a front man, you're constantly trying to interact with the crowd, get the crowd moving and everything like that. So I'm constantly... Trying to command the crowd, you know, wall dead, jump, move, this, that, you know, party with us, have fun. Sometimes, especially recently, it has its downs, being the old man of the group. (laughs) And jumping around on a very bad ankle that needs to have surgery done. So, like our last show that we just played at the Shredder, we had a box, like a stand. (laughs) And I was up on it, jumping off, jump back off on it. I couldn't even walk after the show, dude. And it was an hour, it was like an hour and
0: 15 minute set. We were was, headlining, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was our longest set. Yeah.
4: That was so, good. I mean, it
0: was pretty pretty crazy. I feel you. We've joked about when we go up through stage announcements, like to jump into the crowd afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get up there, I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm going to jump into the crowd. <laughs>
4: so, yeah. we, played, we played the knit with uh, Final Underground, Black Tooth Grin, and Karen Comes Killing. And right at our last song, I was like, I want to get down. On those barrier barricades in the net, and it's like oh, it's now or never, dude. It's now or never. And with my ankle, I I babied it the rest of the night. You could ask <laughs> all these guys. Oh, I literally yeah. went to the merch table and sat down. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm done, dude. So, Contagion, by the way, is a fantastic album. Thank, Thank you. you. That being said, are you guys currently writing and recording new material? Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're right in the thick of it right now, actually. Where are you at in the process? Uh, right now, we are getting all of the scratch
2: tracks done for the guitars and the drums, and then we're going to go in and pick out the songs we like and start recording
0: drums, and then put guitar and bass on that and get vocals done. Fantastic. <clears throat> well, make sure to get it over to me. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. So we can get yeah. it on exclusive. And from your catalog of your current songs, which has the deepest meaning to you? <sighs>
1: Oh, you're gonna get a different answer from everyone man that's a uh, that whole album was was our baby the entire time you know so absolutely every single song has something near and dear to every one of us particularly mm-hmm. what would you say Gabe?
2: Um, the song that, like, reaches me and touches me the most is our song Without a Crowd, because that song is basically saying to live by your own morals and to stand stand up for yourself, you know? Like, don't let anybody else hinder the way that you think or the way that you act in front of people. Just be yourself, you know? That really carries with the greater message of our band, you know? We just want, we want to spread love, you know, not hate. We want to make everybody just get along and, and speak their minds so, so we can all communicate better and work together better. Without a Crowd, for me.
5: Um, for me, it would be Happy. Because it addresses the issue of substance abuse and how much it affects families and uh, the people in the process. No matter who's in the way, it just destroys, destroys. So when that was written, that was to include people and to make them feel not alone, that uh, other people are going through similar issues. And that was just a song that always uh, touched base for me. It was happy on that album.
3: Uh, For me, even though it's not my favorite song on the album, it does have the most meaning to me, and that'd be Contagion, uh, talking about how we need to protect ourselves from the things that are killing us, that we need to be more vigilant and and think about the things that we put into our body, what we're saying, what we're spreading around, because we don't want to be another Contagion, we want to be the cure, and so Contagion would have to be my favorite song.
4: For me, honestly, I haven't really wrote or recorded with that album, because I wasn't with these guys at the time, but... My favorite song to play and most meaningful to me is Dying, um, just because I've had a, I've had a rocky past with the, with the law and everything like that, and that, that is literally hitting on the T of like being in a court, going to you know court and dealing with the law and criminal and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's
0: a big one for me because I can relate to it the most. So without going into a political discussion, <laughs> how much does the current political landscape affect your songwriting? Entirely. Entirely.
1: (laughs) We're young. We've always been young. And we always felt like since we're the young ones, you know, we should really represent the youth as well as we can. So the way we see the political scape completely dictates how we write and what we're writing about just so we can make sure that we're not spreading the wrong thing at the wrong time.
0: So on your Facebook page, I saw you guys put, uh, what does music do for you? So what's the answer to your own question on that? Uh, For me, music is, it's like
2: a way of uh, expressing myself. You know, I've never been like the best talker you know, speech and you know, all that stuff. And so for music, like I'm able to like wrap up my thoughts in a song and I can put in the energy into the song and make people feel that feel that same exact feeling that I'm feeling. I mean it's it is therapy to me completely. I mean I, I literally live for this band. Without this band I don't really know what I what else I'd be doing. The fact that we can write music and people can listen to it and experience those same thoughts and emotions we have, it's it's awesome. It's a really great experience.
4: Yeah. Music personally for me has helped me overcome drug addiction and Keep the straight and narrow for myself, my son, my family, and uh, in doing so, I'm able to release all the emotions and everything that I've had trapped or, in a sense, kind of medicated or masked over with the drugs and alcohol that I was using. And so it gives me that release, and it also lets me engage and band together with my fellow band members. And not only that, when we play shows with you know the crowd, you know because we're carrying a message, they're feeding they you know just big circle. So it's a big thing, of feeling wanted and loved and like i'm doing something as opposed to still being stuck in the realms of drug addiction
0: absolutely you guys say therapy it's kind of same thing with me when i come here and go on the radio once the mics on it's kind of the same thing it's like a therapy you know it's a good release to get it all out so this is going to be kind of the rapid fire part where i just ask random questions you can answer (laughs) however the first one being if you have to pick one album to take on tour with you what would it be?
4: I don't gauge. Nas
0: Ilmatic. Like for rapper me? Nas? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm bumping
0: Ilmatic.
2: Uh, uh, I'm going to have headphones in. <laughs> uh, for me, I would, I mean, honestly, the album As Daylight Dies by Killswitch Engage, that is like one of my favorite albums of all time. And I feel like I can listen to that album a million times and I'll never get sick of it. You know, the melodies, the singing, the heaviness of it, you know, the breakdowns. It's just, that's the album that I'd definitely be re- repping on the road. It's a uh
5: Iowa by Slipknot. It's a very dark album and compliments a lot of things I haven't went through in my life, so yeah.
3: I would have to flip a coin between these two albums. It would be Injustice for All by Metallica Mm. because Come on guys. (laughs) 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 Either that or it would have to be Dirt by Allison Chains Mm, because both of those albums speak to me. They're they're the albums that kind of made me who I am and kind of influenced the way that I play.
4: Um that's a real hard question for me because it's almost as good as the question of what's your favorite band or what's your favorite movie. I don't have a favorite band or a favorite movie. I love music, uh, but if I absolutely had to take one, at least currently, probably have to be that Die Art Is Murder CD I picked up from the record exchange the other day because it's Which it's album? crazy. Dear
0: Desolation, that's by a good one. Die Art Is Murder, it's. Yeah. And then next one is favorite video game. Call of Duty, World War II. (laughs) I'm gonna have to go with uh, Madden, Madden 14.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's the whole band, dude. (laughs) Um,
1: actually, mine would be Empire
4: Total War. There you
3: go. Um, if I could only play one game for the rest of my life, that would be the original Halo. Nice. Combat Evolved, because I grew up on that, and it was like, the greatest game of my life.
5: Um... Man, Sega Genesis. <laughs> I love you again, Come man. on, I love no, you, dude. No, that's the best game ever. You guys don't, nobody knows about that game. The and it's awesome. came man. out 1994. in 1994. It's game. Game. awesome. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. great. Hey, at least he's the unique one out yeah, of all at least you're right. being honest. We picked the, like one the, the one that anyone would pick. Just yeah.
0: Out, like yeah. <laughs> I just busted up my Genesis the other day, too, so I'm going to figure that game out. Dude, is the best.
5: Dude, Sonic and everything.
0: And then favorite superhero? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Iron Man.
3: Batman. Spooterman. Uh, i Batman. Invisible man.
0: I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible Man, Bad Kevin. Bad Kevin. <laughs> and favorite thing to do in Boise besides go to metal shows?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to drive. so I usually go for drives or drive up like to 8th Street, and just sit there and relax. That's where I get a lot of my writing material. I take a notebook up there and just sit there.
2: Uh, for me, it'd probably be uh, going up to Table Rock or going to the park and tossing the football around. You know, just getting outside and getting some fresh air
0: and waiting in the sun.
3: I uh, like going to the Carter Mall in Nampa and just shooting some pool, just
1: having
0: fun with my girl. They have pool, at Karcher Mall
1: in Nampa. Yeah. I don't oh
3: know.
0: yeah. Fifty cents,
4: man.
1: Win. Fifty cents. Dude, since go, uh... yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm down. Probably a handful of years <laughs> I don't even
3: remember. It's been there for a while. They took a... It was like an FYE that was there or something, and they kicked it out, and it became <laughs> an arcade that has sh- a... Ton of pool and stuff in there. Yeah,
0: why not? And then the favorite part about playing local gigs—you get to meet them. <laughs> you get to meet
2: people. For me, it's checking out the other local bands. There's so much local talent here. It's ridiculous. Like I, I always encourage people to go to local shows because there's you just meet so many people. You know, and everyone is there for the same thing. You know, just to enjoy the music and have some yeah. fun. You know, the I'll the like, true core
4: of like music—giving and receiving of support from the fans, from the bands, and everything like that. If you're up on stage, you're getting the the support of you're down in the crowd you're or you're giving this support if you're on stage you're receiving you know support and it's literally a big family it doesn't matter what genre it is yeah i've had people come up that are playing in folk bands come up to our shows and be like dude that was that was amazing <laughs> you know And it, it's cool because <clears throat> they aren't staying in a closed mindset they're all branching out and they're saying hey look i can see the talent and skill that these guys have i do the same thing for other artists rappers <clears throat> Bluegrass, country, whatever,
0: you know. It's in a pretty good place right now, too, where a lot of the artists and local bands are supportive, like you're mm, saying, of mm, one yeah. another. Yeah. And uh, even, you know, when I have people listen to exclusive on Sunday nights to hear some of the new local music, they maybe not have heard it before or heard of some of the bands, and they'll come back to me and be like, wow, like that was, that was local? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, there's some really good, talented bands right here and musicians in general. And so it's growing. Oh, yeah. Boyce's oh, yeah.
4: drawing with the music scene.
0: Well, that even that crazy. last show, you guys played Knitting Factory, I mean, that was that was a damn good crowd. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah it was. Oh, yeah. I think Gary from The Knit came up to me after our set and he said, dude, there's literally almost 500 people in that crowd. Yeah, we it were the was, opener, too. Yeah, it was huge. Like, man.
0: Well, that says a lot about what you guys are doing and also just local scene in general, like the way it's moving. I, I just have felt really good about it yeah. as of mm-hmm. recent. I think it's only getting better and it's going to keep, you know, getting better. That being said, what is your favorite local band? Fault paradox, hands down.
2: Uh, I'm going to go out and uh, say Mortal Ashes. I've been bumping that CD in my car for months now, ever since I got it.
3: Oh, I love those boys from Christus, dude. Those guys just know how to tear that up. Man, (laughs) they're so good, dude. Yeah. I don't
0: know who that is, buddy. (laughs) He's like, Abbasi, they're great. I don't don't,
5: know. We were giants. I'm pretty tight with them. We're pretty tight with them. They're cool. They're really um, cool guys. I'd have to
4: go with either We Were Giants, Life Upon Liars is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, you know? Life oh, Upon yeah. Liars. I uh, love those guys. I mean, pretty much everybody, man. You know, it's real hard. There's a lot of talent. I've grown up. My, I grew up with Blacktooth Grin, you know.
5: Oh, yeah. You know, me I'd,
4: too. My mom knows all those guys from high school, and so she used to go over there and have fun. <laughs> 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 I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know who to choose, really. Abbasi. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Check those guys out. Yeah,
0: definitely check them out. Are they good?
4: I do I, I
0: think so. Maybe you guys keep saying you know that you're the youngins of the local music scene and whatnot, but you're out there grinding. I mean, mm. you're doing it the right way. If you had to give a piece of advice to a new Local band. What would that be?
1: Do not listen to anybody. Just keep fighting, dude
0: (laughs) They don't know
1: no
4: one knows but you Mm -hmm. and never give up That's the biggest thing practice 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 and even when people are telling you no, do not lose or anything like that Just keep pushing
0: every hero was born just like you (laughs) And the thing I always tell people is that every band was a local band at one point, right? Mm -hmm. I mean y'all have to start somewhere. What would you say the biggest obstacle is for Abbasi?
3: yourself honestly (laughs) mentally having the drive to continue having to struggle between work and mm-hmm. school and you know your daily life and your family and your band being patient being patient with the with the opportunities that you're given you know a lot of it has to do with your your mentality if, if you're weak-minded then you're not going to get anywhere whereas if you're you know strong like an ox you're going to power through that then you're going to be on the top someday
0: so back in my days of concert promotion i'm talking a while back, we had to, like, draw flyers by hand and pass them out around town. It was old school. We didn't have social media anything like that. Right. In the present day, what works best for you guys as far as promoting your band, your shows? Gabe. Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All Gabe. you got
2: to do is get yourself a Gabe, and yeah. then you're good. <laughs> you're good <again>. um <laughs> You know, I I, uh, I try to share our flyers around, you know, and reach out to people. But, like, when it really comes down to it, like... Uh, when I, we started getting our National Act shows at the Knitting Factory, you know, uh, we had a certain amount of quota of tickets we had to get. And I would literally just go on the event page, you know, and look for people that said, you know, the tag that they were say they were going to go to the show. And I would message them like, yo, I can get you tickets for a little cheaper. I can deliver them. You know, I've had a lot of s- success just reaching out to people and talking to them. And most people are pretty cool and, you know, won't assume anything and they'll talk back and hang out. So that's the way I've been doing it. And what's the best way to find you guys, Facebook, Facebook or Google, like you can go on Google and just type in advocacy, A B A A S Y band. And uh, you can find our music, our social media, Articles, you
0: know, reviews and whatnot.
1: Yeah, anywhere you'll find music, you'll find ours.
0: I have to ask, too. I notice you guys have two Facebook pages. <laughs> <laughs> like a friend page Actually, and a like page. I asked page. Them about it today, too. <laughs> yeah. Which which one is the one you would prefer? Are they both active? You would use both?
2: Uh, we, we do use both. Um, the one that we prefer is the actual band page, you know, and... The reason why we originally made another band page is because we we were me and Jevon were doing a you know like a study basically because we were noticing that whenever you post a post on a normal personal page it gets a lot more likes than a band page and we found out just it's just the way that Facebook actually streams your newsfeed. Mm, it's the algorithms,
1: so we had to battle that.
2: Yeah, and so our our what our plan was is just to make a personal page and make the same post on both pages so that many more people are seeing what we're saying. We just want to get responders, you know, and be able to communicate with people. You know, we're, we'll see where it goes.
0: But, uh, yeah, the original Abbasi, not the Abbasi Boise.
1: The Abbasi page. Yeah, You
0: can merge those, too, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. But I when I, I first didn't. came here, there was a KQXR. X page and then an X like page, and so I ended up blending the two together. And it took the friends of the friend one, turned those into likes huh. yeah, on the other no one way. So you can actually yeah, there's a way to do that. I can well, tell you about it off air. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and then any upcoming yeah. Abbessy shows to be aware
2: of? Nothing quite yet. Right now we're uh, doing a little show hiatus just so we can get this album uh, wrapped up and recorded because we're hoping you know to have something out in the summertime. But. Uh, Definitely be
0: looking forward to seeing Abbasi near you in, in June or July. Follow Abbasi on the interwebs for updates. Keep tuning in to Exclusive. For more Abbasi tunes, I'll get more from you guys as well. And then also the Stage Left podcast for the rest of this interview at xrock.com. Guys, thanks for coming by. Thanks. Thank you so Thank much, you. Randy. Thank
4: you for having us. Alright.